The prophet Samuel grew old, and he made his sons judges over Israel, but they did not walk in his ways or the ways of the Lord. The elders of Israel now wanted a king to judge them, go before them, and fight their battles, just like all other nations. Samuel was displeased and prayed to the Lord, who told him to hearken to the voice of the people. The Lord said that they had not rejected Samuel, but had rejected and forsaken him, served other gods, and he would not reign over them. He told Samuel to warn them that a king would take their sons into his army, and their daughters would be cooks and bakers. The king would give the Israelites fields to his servants, take their seeds and sheep, and make the people his servants. They would cry out in that day because of the king, but the Lord would not hear them. But the people refused to obey Samuel and wanted to have a king over them. The Lord relented, and a young man named Saul, who was goodly or handsome and taller than anyone else from his shoulders upward, would become their king. His father's donkeys became lost, and Saul took a servant to look for them. They searched for three days, and the servant suggested they go to Samuel the prophet and Seir to see if he could tell them where they were. The Lord told Samuel that he would send Saul to him to be anointed a king over the Israelites to save them from the Philistines. Saul came to Samuel, but did not know him and asked if he knew where the seer's house was. Samuel told him he was the seer, and that Saul should eat with him. He said the donkeys had been found, and that all of Israel's desire was on Saul and his father's house. Saul asked why Samuel would speak to him like this, as he was only a Benjamite, the smallest of all the tribes of Israel, and his family was the least of them all. Samuel anointed Saul as the Israelites' king with oil poured on his head. Saul would go to the plain of Tabor and meet three men going up to God, carrying three goats, two loaves of bread, and a bottle of wine. They would salute and give him the bread. He would meet prophets coming down from a high place with a psaltery, a type of twelve-string harp, a tabret or tambourine, a pipe, and a harp. They would prophesy, the Spirit of the Lord would come upon Saul, and he'd prophesy with them and be spiritually reborn with another heart. Saul served God and went to Gilgal, where the Spirit of the Lord would come upon him. He would wait seven days for Samuel to come and offer sacrifices. Saul prophesied when he met the prophets, and people said in the land, Is Saul also among the prophets? Samuel told the people that the Lord had brought them out of the hand of the Egyptians and all kingdoms that oppressed them, but this day they had rejected their God who'd saved them from their tribulations, and they now wanted a king. The tribes presented themselves before the Lord with Benjamin first, then their families, but Saul was nowhere to be found. Samuel asked the Lord and was told that Saul had hid himself among the stuff. He was brought in front of the people, and Samuel said, See ye him whom the Lord hath chosen. There is none like him among all the people. And they all shouted, God save the king. Saul's son Jonathan led Israelite soldiers and attacked a Philistine garrison. The Philistines gathered an army to attack the Israelites. Saul waited in Gilgal seven days for Samuel to come and offer burnt offerings to seek the Lord's blessings before they went into battle. When he did not come, Saul made the offerings himself without proper authority. Samuel arrived and asked why Saul had made the offering. Saul said the people were scattered, and when Samuel did not come, he wanted the Lord's help to fight the Philistines. Samuel told Saul he had done foolishly and not kept the Lord's commandments. 
He said the Lord would have established that kingdom upon Israel forever, but now it would not continue. Saul was rejected of God, and another king would take his place. Samuel left, and the Philistines attacked and tormented the Israelites. The Lord told Saul to smite the city of Amalek and destroy all the people and their animals. He gathered 210,000 soldiers and killed everyone except Agog the king and their best animals. The Lord told Samuel that Saul had disobeyed his commandments, and he cried to the Lord all night. Samuel rose up early the next morning, and when Saul greeted him, he asked, What meaneth this bleeding of the sheep in mine ears, and the lowing of the oxen which I hear? Saul said he had obeyed the Lord, and the people brought the Amalekites' best animals to sacrifice unto God, and destroyed the rest. Samuel told him what the Lord had said, and reminded him of when he was little in his own sight, made head of the tribes of Israel, and anointed their king. The Lord had told him to completely destroy the Amalekites, but he had not, and did evil in his sight. Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying his voice? He said it was better to obey and to hearken than it was to sacrifice the fat of the rams. He said that rebellion was as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness as the sins of iniquity and idolatry. Because Saul rejected the word of the Lord, he would also be rejected from being king. He sinned and transgressed the Lord's commandment, because he had feared the people and obeyed their voice. He asked that his sin be pardoned, and he would worship the Lord. But Samuel turned away, and the skirt of his mantle rent or tore. He said that the Lord had rent the kingdom of Israel and given it to a neighbor that was better. Samuel mourned for Saul and did not see him again until after Saul died at age 72. The Lord asked how long he would mourn and told him to fill his horn with oil and go to Jesse, whose son would be the new king. Samuel thought Saul might kill him and he was told to take a heifer as a sacrifice. He saw Jesse's tall son Eliab and thought he was to be the Lord's anointed. But the Lord refused him and told Samuel not to look on his height or countenance. The Lord seeth not as man seeth, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. Jesse brought all his sons, but Samuel said they were not chosen by the Lord. Samuel asked if this was all his children, and Jesse said his youngest was with the sheep. Samuel asked that he be brought before him, and the Lord said, This is he. Samuel anointed David with the horn of oil, and he was filled with the Spirit of the Lord. The Spirit of the Lord left Saul, and was replaced by an evil spirit that troubled him. His servants told him about David, who was cunning in playing the harp, a mighty valiant man of war, prudent in matters, and good-looking. He was brought to play the harp, and the evil spirit left Saul. The Philistines came to battle the Israelites, and their champion named Goliath came out of their camp. He was six cubits and a span, or eight and nine feet tall, had a brass helmet, a coat of mail that weighed a hundred and fifty pounds, brass greaves or armor on his shins, and a brass target of armor protecting his neck. His spear's staff was like a weaver's beam, and the iron spearhead weighed twenty pounds. He cried, Why are ye come out to set your battle in array? Am I not a Philistine and ye servants of Saul? Choose a man and let him come down to me. I defy the armies of Israel this day. Goliath said that if the man killed him, the Philistines would serve the Israelites. But if Goliath won, the Israelites would be their servants. 
David's father sent him with food to take to his brothers, who were soldiers, and see how they were doing. David went and heard Goliath taunting them. The Israelites were greatly afraid and said, The man who killed this Goliath, who defied the armies of the living God, would be rewarded with riches from the king and would marry his daughter. David said they should not be afraid, and his brothers accused him of pride. He said, What have I now done? Is there not a cause? They told Saul what David said, and he sent for him. David told him, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Saul said that David was only a youth and was not able to go against Goliath. David told him he had killed a lion and a bear with a stone from his sling, and said the Lord who delivered him from these would also deliver him from this Philistine. Saul told him to go, and the Lord would be with him. He offered David his armor, and he tried it on, but then took it off, not having proved it. He took a staff and chose five smooth stones from a brook, then put them in a shepherd's bag. With only a sling, he approached Goliath, who looked at David with disdain. Because he was only a youth, Goliath asked, Am I a dog, that thou comest to me with staves or sticks, and curse David by his gods? The Philistines said they would give David's flesh to the fowls and beasts. David said, Thou comest to me with a sword, spear, and a shield. But I come in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel. He said this day the Lord would deliver Goliath into his hands, and he would smite him and take his head. All the assembly would know that the Lord does not save with a sword and spear, but would get Goliath into David's hands. David put a stone into his sling and threw it deep into the giant's forehead, killing him. He took Goliath's sword and cut off his head. Then the Philistines fled. David took Goliath's head to Jerusalem, and Saul asked whose son he was. David told him he was the son of Jesse from Bethlehem. Saul's son Jonathan loved David, and he gave him his robe, garments, and sword. David went where Saul sent him, behaved wisely, and was well respected. When he returned from the Philistine battle, the women came out of their cities to meet King Saul, singing and dancing with their instruments. Saul hath slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands. This displeased Saul, and the next day an evil spirit came upon him. This time, when David played the harp, Saul threw a javelin at him. He was afraid of David because he was very wise, and the Lord was with him, but had left Saul. All Israel and Judah loved David. Saul said he would give David his oldest daughter to marry if he would be valiant for him and fight the Lord's battles. He really hoped that David would be killed by the Philistines, but he defeated them and married her. Saul was still afraid of David, who conducted himself more wisely than all of Saul's servants. Saul's attitude and behavior eventually led to his downfall, and as long as David kept his covenants and the commandments, the Spirit of the Lord was with him, and he was a great blessing to Israel. And this is 1 Samuel chapters 8 through 10, 13, and 15 through 18 in the Old Testament. Look for hidden images located throughout the video. You can download a coloring page and activity puzzles for each section on Etsy at PonderFun. Visit our PonderFun.com website and Facebook page to find more fun things to do. And you can listen to these as a podcast. Please like and share these videos with anyone you think might enjoy them. Also, please subscribe to this PonderFun YouTube channel and you'll be notified whenever I make new videos. Thanks again for watching and find some time this week to ponder.